Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's Tuesday. Welcome to Pod Play Sports. It is election day in Tampa Bay in this country. That's right. This episode of Pod Play Sports is brought to you by a celebration. A celebration of a couple of things. One, a celebration that Election Day is finally here. That's right. Your vote finally gets counted today. Go out to the polls today if you have not yet. Make sure you cast that vote. Republican, Democrat, it doesn't matter. Just participate. That is the important thing. And also brought to you by no more political ads after today. And isn't that something we can all agree on today? Isn't that something that brings the country together? That's right. Let's go. And welcome into another edition of Pod Play Sports on the iHeartRadio platform. You can follow the pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for Pod Play Sports. My name is John. Thanks for making us a part of your morning, your election day morning, while you're waiting in line, ready to cast that vote, or whether you're just going to stay up late at night with a lot of coffee and a lot of worry and a lot of Vicodin. I mean, a lot of worry and just seeing how things play out later tonight. Here in this great country we call the United States of America. But it's not only Election Day. Well, there's a ton going on, by the way. 9-3 and three in the fastest NFL picks in the world. 9-3, and three, I told you. I told I told you you to take the Tennessee Titans over the Dallas Cowboys. 9-3, and three, back-to-back weeks. 10-3 week one. 9-3 the week after. There's only one place to come for the fastest NFL picks in the world. That's Pod Play Sports. But it's not only Election Day today. That's right. Something else starts today. No, nothing with football. No, nothing with baseball. Although the awards, you know, nominees came out last night. Congrats, by the way, to Blake Snell of the Tampa Bay Rays, as well as Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, both for Cy Young and Manager of the Year, respectively. But we have something else starting tonight. And it's something that I bet you don't pay attention to until probably sometime next year, or at least the good majority of you do. And that is... It is college basketball season. That's right. College basketball is back. The sport no one pays attention to in March. And then in March, everyone says, yeah, man, I paid attention. (laughs) Everyone's lying to themselves that gets a bracket and fills it out. And everyone has a different, you know, kind of way of filling it out. They pick the colors. They pick the teams. They pick the coaches. Or they just pick with darts. That's what I've been doing. I've been putting up teams on my dartboard, shoot the dart, boom, there's my pick. But college basketball is officially back, and can't we all celebrate? Because, good Lord, we just needed more college basketball. That's my point. Is there a sport in this country 
where the regular season is just so insignificant. You got Florida and Florida State playing tonight in Tallahassee to kick off the to kick off college basketball in the state of Florida. But does anyone notice? Does anyone care? No. This is a sport that's so dependent on one tournament. Like one tournament. Okay, we can get that out. Okay. Sweet George and Brown, Harlem Globetrotters. YouTube it. But here's the, here's the problem. March Madness is bad for college basketball. The tournament is bad for college basketball. You know why? Because those, those what, three, four weeks of the tournament make everything else that comes before it extremely insignificant. Think about it. When the tournament launches, when the bracket is published, workplaces all over the country, people who haven't even watched a college basketball game all year find themselves filling out brackets, pretending winners, even though the odds of a perfect bracket are estimated from 1 in 4.3 billion or 9.2 trillion or whatever. I mean, people are offering million-dollar payouts if you get a perfect bracket. You know why? Because it's impossible to do. That's the problem, though. March Madness watchers, most of them, haven't watched the college basketball season all season, either on TV, in person, online, bootlegging it, listening to it on radio, whatever. As the tournament has grown, public consciousness, fewer and fewer people are paying attention to the rest of the regular season, diminishing the importance of the sport itself. Don't you need a regular season? Don't you need something where people kind of grasp onto it before you get to the playoffs? Now, you could say the same thing about the NBA. You could say the same thing about the NHL. And really, you can kind of say the same thing about Major League Baseball, where most people don't pay attention until the playoffs. But college basketball, athletes that stay for one, maybe two years, at least the better ones in the sport, before they leave to the NBA for a paycheck, it ruins the sport of college basketball. Is Is there a sport more dependent on who the head coach is? I don't know. I really don't know. Coach K is O'Calipari and the rest because the rest are just the ones that pop up in the tournament once in a while, give you that nice little sound bite once in a while. But those three consistently win year in and year out. The one and done rule where guys can stay for a year, you know, maybe a year or two, and then go to the NBA and make millions. Zion Williamson of Duke, if you haven't heard his name yet, do yourselves a favor, hop on YouTube and find some highlights of Zion Williamson. Because you know what? You're only going to see him for a year before he goes to the NBA. This is the biggest argument why we should be paying athletes in college sports. Because college basketball, right now, because of the one-and-done rule, because people are leaving for the paycheck, because people are leaving for the brackets and the money in the brackets, They don't pay attention to anything going on in the regular season. Rivalries? What rivalries? You have games where you got Carolina and Duke and everybody else because no one pays attention to college basketball. But, hey, season starts tonight. Tampa Bay Buccaneer fans, I know you're down. I know you've been hitting the bottle lately. I know you've been popping the pills lately. I know you've been grocery shopping and going Christmas shopping with your wives instead of watching Buccaneer football lately. I get it, man. It's been bad. The constant shuffling between quarterbacks, the defense that can't stop a nosebleed, the offensive line that just lets anyone through like it's a border between Mexico and the United States. No political advertisement here. But I'm just saying, it's been bad. And I get it, and I reason with you, and I feel for you. But it just got worse yesterday. It had nothing to do with what's on the field to play. Bruce Arians, by the way, is not coaching right now. Remember he got let go from the Arizona Cardinals? Actually, he stepped down. 
like an Urban Meyer cold. He stepped down because of family reasons. But Bruce Arians yesterday told the Canton Repository out in in, uh, in Cleveland that there's only one job, one job that Bruce Arians would leave retirement for, and that job is not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> no. Why? Who would want to come here, right? No. Instead, Bruce Arians would only, and I and I put this in quotes, only, only consider the Cleveland Browns as a landing spot for him to come out of retirement. That's right, the Cleveland Browns, because Cleveland is that much better than Tampa Bay? Really? Here's the quote. Quote, Cleveland is the only job I would consider, said Arians, who was in Cleveland with CBS as part of the broadcast team for the Chiefs and the Browns game. And he says, why? My guy would be Chuck Pagano as general manager of the Cleveland Browns. Now, he worked for the Cleveland Browns. He joined the Browns as an offensive coordinator from 2001 to 2004. So he does have some history. He actually interviewed for the head coaching vacancy in 2013, but the team decided to hire Rob Chudzinski instead. But Arians retired from coaching this past January, citing family as the reason for his decision. But, man, if I'm coming out, if people want to be putting my name in the hat for, for positions around the NFL, oh, by golly, it is definitely, definitely not Tampa Bay. It is Cleveland. Cleveland. That team that didn't win a single game last year that has fired their head coach and offensive coordinator in the same day. Cleveland, not Tampa Bay. So what does this say, Buccaneer fans, about if Dirk decides to eh, 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 go away or eh, 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 get fired? What does that say? If there's a head coaching vacancy at the end of this Buccaneer season, cross Bruce Arians' name off of the list. You know why? Because the Cleveland Browns, baby, the team that was on hard knocks this summer, is a much better destination instead of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What does that tell you? You know what it tells me? No one wants to come here and coach. No one of name wants to come here and coach. This organization needs a culture change. They tried to get the overall number one pick as their quarterback. They got it. They hit it. And you know what? It's been a foul ball ever since. The defense can't stop anything. You could run a hose through the front line of that defensive line, and I'm telling you, the water would just shoot out the other side of that line. What does this say about the quarterback situation with Jameis Winston? What does this say about the roster and the the history of this organization that hasn't made the postseason since 2002? What, if anything, could make this an attractive coaching spot to the bigger names that are possibly in the coaching ranks, that are possibly going to go to new head, you know, NFL teams? What does that say about Tampa Bay? I'll tell you what it says. It doesn't say a whole hell of a lot. Oh, things aren't looking good for Willie. Oh, Willie, my man, my man, Willie Taggart out at FSU in Tallahassee. I think the writing's on the wall, my friend. Yes, yesterday, on Monday, Taggart says, yep, I'm not a big ego guy. I'm not a big ego guy, but I'm going to give the play calling duties to my offensive coordinator because he can do a better job than me. That's right. My offensive coordinator knows this roster better than I do. They know he knows the play calling better than I do. So yesterday... Florida State officially handed over the reins to the calling the offensive plays to offensive coordinator Walt Bell. That's right. Walt Bell is now your new offensive coordinator calling plays for the Florida State Seminoles. And boy, oh boy, what does this say 
about the Florida State Seminoles. What does this say about Willie Taggart and his position out at Florida State? I tell you, you know, if I'm Willie, I think I see the writing on the wall. I think I see the writing on the wall. Maybe it's just me. Maybe. But when I come in and sign a big deal, leaving Oregon after a year, coming back to the state of Florida, driving that bus down up to Tallahassee from Eugene, then I got smoked by Virginia Tech in the first game, 24-3. Oh, my goodness, Virginia Tech. Wait a second. They, they, also, they also lost to Syracuse? Yes, yeah, Syracuse. They also lost to Syracuse. What? 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 Oh, they got destroyed by Clemson. Oh, okay, that's the number two. The Hurricane? The Miami Hurricanes beat Florida State. The Miami Hurricanes beat Florida State. To, oh, NC State. NC State 47-28. Now, granted, top 25 team. But Florida State currently at 4-5, and 2-5 and five in the conference. And in the first season of a head coach's tenure, he's turning over the play calling, which he got hired on over to his offensive coordinator. Oh, boy. Willie, my man, the writing's on the wall. Might be time to uh, get out of Dodge while you can. Follow the pod on Pod Play Sports at Pod Play Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And one more story for the road. West Point has apologized to the Air Force. That's right, our brothers in arms who fight side to side and shoulder to shoulder against the dangers of this world have officially apologized to each other. Why? Well, Remember when you were in high school and you had that idea, you had that football rivalry, me for the Keller Indians and the Fossil Ridge Panthers, you had that little rivalry where you had the mascots of each team, you thought, man, late at night, we're going to get some beers, we're going to go over to the school, we're going to steal the mascot and we're going to take it over to our school, and then they're not going to have a mascot for the football game. That's right, when I was 15 years old, man, I was thinking, man, I'm going to make a name for myself by going and getting a freaking dog and putting it in a cage and taking it over to the school and holding it hostage, and they're not going to have that dog for the football game. Well, now our men in uniform are acting like 15-year-olds. Apparently, the United States Military Academy has apologized for an incident involving United States Military Academy cadets and Air Force Academy Falcons, which occurred on Saturday. What happened was a couple of cadets took Aurora, which, by the way, is a great name for a 22-year-old Falcon, but get this. A couple of cadets, two West Point cadets on Friday night took the Falcon and put it in a dog crate. That's right, a dog crate. And what happened? Now, look, a Falcon does not belong in a dog crate, 15-year-old idiot cadets. What happened was the bird went nuts in the crate. And what happened? It damaged itself. Two hours after they took the bird, they returned it and apologized. Why? Because the bird had blood on its wings and abrasions from thrashing around in the crate. How stupid can you be? These people are in the United States Military Academy to put a live bird in a dog crate and expect it to stay calm. Calm. No, that's not what happens. Now, Aurora's injuries have risen to the highest level of the military schools. Lieutenant Colonel Tracy Bunko said that the AFA Superintendent Lieutenant General Jay Silveria has been in contact with his counterpoint at West Point, Lieutenant General Daryl Williams. So, to these two Nimrod 
15-year-old acting cadets. Looks like honorable discharge may be in your future. Just might be. You know what? That's cruelty to animals. PETA might be on the phone calling the United States Military Academy. These idiots should be forced to do community service for the Air Force or begin recruiting for the Air Force as part of their punishment. This is ridiculous. How stupid can you be to grab a live animal, put it in an environment that it doesn't understand, and expect things to be fine? All for the love of the prank, man, because I'm making a name for myself. I'm 15 years old, and I'm going to make Air Force not have a falcon when they attune the state bull as backups anyway. And that'll do it for another episode of Pod Play Sports here on the iHeartRadio app. Follow the pod at Pod Play Sports Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also email the pod at podplaysports at gmail.com. I heard this on the way in to come take the podcast, and it got me in the mood. It is election day. Go vote. Make your voice heard. Take advantage of your rights as an American citizen and make sure you make it count. If you only get once every couple years to do it, make your voice heard. Follow the pod at Pod Play Sports again, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Back on Thursday with more fun and fragility. What the hell is fragility? See you later. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.